Hello guys and welcome to another episode of our podcast in Mindsight. Today, again, as always, it's going to be a very interesting episode. We're pretty much just going to talk about our random ideas that we have during the day and discuss them freely. But as always, before we get into the topic for today, Elias, how has your week been so far? I feel like you have some stories <laughs> to tell. <laughs> I have some stories to tell. Yeah, man, I am. First of all, excuse me, all the listeners out there. I'm a bit wasted. Yesterday was a party some evening. We, we finished an exam, an important one yesterday, and we had to relax. Um, a few of us got too wasted. They had to be carried home. So the evening was quite long until, <laughs> until we finally arrived there. Um, not getting out of the subway every second stop. So somebody good vomit yeah <laughs> so i got to bed quite late but i think i made up with it by getting up quite early <laughs> God. like like 6 a.m um I, I went on a bike trip with a friend of mine uh, around munich a bit 50 kilometers and it was really beautiful in the morning um sun sun uh, rise it's called right um very awesome yeah. nobody's literally no soul on the streets everything on your own perfect for bicycling yeah sounds great yeah and and business wise um i i, I pitched for a new uh, position for next semester like in the consultancy i'm uh, i'm in and i think i will get the results today whether i will get it or not um team manager i'm looking forward to that if that works out nice very <laughs> that, cool. that will be that will be quite cool i suppose if it does other than that, man, I don't know. Not not much happened since the last recording. A lot of learning. Um, but what about you, man? What about you? Love to hear about your past half week. Well, <laughs> I I didn't go raving and bicycling for fifty kilometers, but um, yeah. Well, but it's so cool to do sports in the morning. <laughs> yeah, after you've been kind of wasted <laughs> for sure. Yeah, actually, I'm I'm feeling better and better now. Podcast, the podcast is contributing, man. <laughs> After you've been raving, just put on our podcast and everything will be fine. Nice. <laughs> That's great to hear. Well, my week. Um, I had the kind of, how's it called? You could say the last concert as a student at my piano teacher's yearly students concert <laughs> basically last oh. Saturday uh, which was Man. quite nice and uh, nostalgic and uh, emotional and all yeah, that yeah. but it went great and she she was uh, very proud and told me that I played amazingly which is quite rare to <laughs> hear from her well, um, yeah maybe it was just a, an offer of friendship after 10 years of war yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> a token of friendship exactly and yeah yeah uh how did that make you feel like yeah. sad that it was the last time or yeah i or mean like, you know the thing amazing. is even <laughs> when i'm gonna go off to studying at university i will still be pretty close to our hometown and therefore close yeah, to my yeah. family and to all the people around here so it won't you know it's not like a definite goodbye uh, but still it was sure. kind of emotional and kind of looking back um at the last like how many years six years maybe since i've been a student at hers mm. it's been yeah quite nostalgic quite emotional but wow, wow. yeah that was pretty cool other than so that something you could take away from it or <laughs> oh man for sure past six years a long a time a lot of things but um I feel like my piano teacher kind of was like a, you could say like a grandma to me, as cheesy mm -hmm. as that sounds. Uh, <laughs> she's just an, an amazing person with an incredible work ethic at like 70 plus years old. She's incredibly mm -hmm. fit. Wow. Like she, she does not Sick. seem like 70 plus. She seems like 50 mm. at most. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's, wow. she's great. And you can just tell that she's extremely passionate about music and about instruments and she knows a lot of things and she doesn't only teach like the superficial stuff as most piano teachers do 
like yeah play this mm. note and it's okay it's fine she goes like <laughs> really into the nitty-gritty and teaches you stuff that maybe only professional piano players actually need to care about so it, it has been oh you're indirectly calling yourself a professional here no no she does <laughs> it with every oh student. you certainly yeah yeah that's just her her kind of attitude to perfectionism yeah not not exactly perfectionism but she i think she thinks of it in the way that if she's gonna teach someone playing the piano she's gonna do it right you know and mm -hmm. not just to yes, yes. get the money that's always a nice way of thinking about your work <laughs> yeah, for your sure. work ethic anyways i i had a lot to learn from her yeah, and yeah. It was amazing. Greetings amazing to her. <laughs> if she's <laughs> listening. <laughs> I, I doubt it, but <laughs> but sure. So other than that, this week, uh, yesterday I finished my uh, application for TUM. Um, nice. So that's out of what my mind. What will you study? Do you want to drop that? <laughs> uh, the, the subject, you mean? My major? Yes. yes. Uh, I think in English it would be called what would it be called you can also just describe it i don't know how it's called in english yeah, it's, honestly. it's basically it's a mixture between computer science and kind of economy yeah that that direction yeah yeah economical computer science i don't know <laughs> something like that probably <laughs> um yeah that's done nice nice sent out and now i can focus on kind of the other stuff on the stuff um for like financing all the fun <laughs> and all, yeah and all man things, it will you know? be expensive yeah uh, but i guess it will be worth it especially <laughs> me and studying 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 for sure yeah yep all righty so what so do you think want to get week. in this week's topic for sure let's start do you have something prepared already or shall we just no man um i think first of all where are we keeping our notes? How How is the awesome system called? <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, exactly. Let's talk about the system. So I think the system we both... Or what we have been doing and use. where we're getting our ideas now from. It. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> whole, yeah. We, we've done an episode in the past about building your second brain, which basically means to have kind of an external system, which you trust, you know, and in, in which you can put your, all your ideas and goals and whatever finance sheets in and it's just book reviews yeah book reviews all that and it's just neatly Task organized list. in a way that you know, you can handle it and there's no need for you to store all that information in your brain because your brain's not actually built to do that um it's actually built to have ideas rather than to store them you i think you used an analogy it was like be the processor not the hard drive I think yes. something like that, yeah. yeah. That's pretty much the way you should think about it. And Be the processor, not the hard drive. Exactly. <laughs> and Computer science. <laughs> and if you have that freedom, you can sort of, you know, you have all that free space on your brain's hard drive to come up with ideas and to store them somewhere and to actually do something with those ideas and to not lose them and all that that's so that's basically building a second brain just an external system whatever it is it yes. could be uh, microsoft to do it could be notion it could be OneNote. whatever you use whatever you prefer the important part what is are you using you, uh, i use a combination between microsoft to do and notion <laughs> that's why i mm -hmm. mentioned them uh, because microsoft to do <laughs> is more like my quick capture system so whenever I have ideas during the day, opening Notion on your phone, because usually I have only my phone with me, not my laptop. Mm. Uh, opening Notion on your phone, as you may know, is just a terrible experience because it takes ages. And uh, until it loads, my idea is already gone. Uh, so I use Microsoft To Do for oh. that just because it's faster. It's also cross-platform. I can synchronize it with my computer, all that. It's just much more convenient and way faster. And then I kind of put all that stuff into Notion. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. What nice. about what about you? <laughs> what do you use? Yeah, obviously Notion. Notion for managing all my my personal life and the podcast and all of that stuff and all my 
my ideas go into um, Google Keep, it's called. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's I quite nice. You can like make a few stickers, not. I, I, I don't need many, um, how's it called? Many uh, gadgets there. <laughs> Right. <laughs> to just write down my ideas and organize them like with subcategories and stuff and yeah i used to use google keep as well but it i think it it's quite big of an application at least for the mobile version of it so i switched to microsoft to do just because it was uh, like uh, mm. it occupied less storage <laughs> that's the only reason but yeah now i'm so used to it that i just what about what it. about text documents man <laughs> oh god no please no <laughs> <laughs> let's not start with that all right right okay. yeah perfect and that's where we are storing all of our awesome brain juices that are otherwise going into the sewer <laughs> yeah for example in my microsoft to do right now i have a category called notes and thoughts which is basically my quick capture just mm -hmm. ideas i have i put in there and Usually what I try to do is every every week I try to put all that stuff into Notion. Uh, but I've been kind of lazy about it. And now I have like 188 notes in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I still have to put all of that into Notion. But Sick. yeah, I, I just go through it and choose random stuff I find interesting to talk about. Let's see. Hmm yeah all right all right <laughs> i can also start if you want sure go ahead <laughs> um dead ones um not as much as a of a self-improvement thought it's just a nice um idea i stumbled upon um it's about maths uh mathematics and like uh, back i don't know 100 years ago or so that there was there was this there, there was this dispute whether um mathematics or everything in mathematics can be proven or disproven like whether everything is like set in place <laughs> and we maybe just don't have the answers um there were like two camps of people one were saying yeah maths is complete um uh, our axioms and everything's working out and the other camp said no I, I i i there are contradictions and stuff um where it couldn't work out maybe and then there came this dude along called Gödel, and he found a way to prove that not every statement in mathematics uh, can be proven or disproven <laughs> nice so um, what what is the statement of or, or what did I take away from that basically is um, maybe we are valuing maths and science is too high because um, it can't assess everything <laughs> even uh, in the scientific or in the mathematical system which is purely logic not every statement can be proven or disproven <laughs> right which is which is crazy man that's interesting For, <laughs> um i i don't want to explain how i did it because that's going too deep and that's too complicated you might want to watch a youtube video for that one explaining it 100 times better but it's really yeah it's it, it surprised me back then when i first heard about it and yeah. that, therefore i put it in my system Very cool. <laughs> never forget about it again <laughs> that's that's really cool actually yeah <clears throat> i think I find it so interesting because when I was at school, I I kind of struggled a bit with math because I tried to always find out why that particular uh, equation is the way it is and not another way around. Mm -hmm. And I wasted so much time on trying to figure that out instead of just learning to work with that, you know. I think that's what... No, of actually, that's, that's the right way to approach maths, forming your intuition, because otherwise you wouldn't you're nothing else than a computer or a machine like going through the typical tasks of well, solving yeah, but the problem equations was or whatever when i was preparing for like math exams that's what i would yeah. do i would take like the equations and the explanations and try to like always ask why 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 is it like that why not mm. the other way around and all that and i would waste so much time that when it came around for the exam i didn't actually know how right, to apply right, them right 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 um 
So yeah, I find I it mean, pretty interesting. You you should have started out with spaced repetition, man, and yeah. a few weeks ahead of time. <laughs> but we were all young and dumb, yeah. and broke. <laughs> I mean, we still <laughs> broke. <laughs> now we're just broke on a higher level. Yeah, exactly. Man, physics is breaking me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. No, let's it's see. What do we have? What, what you're saying for uh, preparing for an exam, it's actually, yeah, I suppose if you only have a week left, then go ahead and do it like that. But to f it's really important for all of you out there who are learning something about maths to really form your intuition about it because otherwise it's useless and some uh, weird algorithm on the internet could replace you. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, let's see. Sorry for the nerding around about maps now. <laughs> <laughs> so much about self improvement. No here. problem. Yeah. Um, okay, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. There's so many things, but some are just too personal to talk about, you know. Just, <laughs> just take something that springs to your okay. your attention. Okay. Okay. Right. So, uh, to give a little bit of context. I, what I struggle with probably the most when I start new things is the fact that usually when you start learning or doing new things, you suck like big time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like you're absolutely terrible in the beginning. But, but you also improve. Exactly. Big but time. the problem is, <laughs> yeah, but usually, you know, I have kind of, um, this, I mean, it has gotten better and all that. I've been working on that, but I had this weird, expectation of me that whatever new thing i try i have to be very good at it from the beginning or mm. else i don't know i just i just it think it can't I'm, be your hobby then or? no i just think i'm maybe <laughs> just too stupid i don't know it just it was a weird thing in my head and one day i just had this enlightenment or whatever to just accept <laughs> that everything you will try every every new thing you try um will suck in the beginning <laughs> just take it with you yeah humor. definitely and i try to just approach new things now with this mentality of you know what i'm i'm probably gonna be terrible and stupid and uh, you suck at it but i'm just gonna take it with humor i'm just gonna try to focus on taking one step at a time which is also kind of hard for me <laughs> mm. because i'm a little bit impatient <laughs> when it comes to that but yeah oh, yes definitely man Learning languages and stuff, it takes ages. Yeah. <laughs> so bad. For sure. And yeah, yeah, I can I can relate to that. Um but I became also more chilled about this whole attitude, um, which I personally also had, I guess, in the past. Um I don't know. Nowadays I think I'm far more open to just try out some new stuff. Like man, if I had the time I'd start studying psychology and uh management and technology and all of that now <laughs> even though i'm not good at it or anything i just i'm in I'm interested in would you, man, I, would you actually study <laughs> technology and management because um tom bvl students have quite a bad <laughs> reputation <laughs> uh, well maybe maybe packaged in a nice way like a master of sustainable resource ma resource management or something <laughs> sure um why yeah, why is that. it but, yeah why yeah. is it though that tom bvl or in general bvl in germany which is probably equal to economics in all other countries mm, why yeah, do you think probably. they have such a bad reputation bad reputation well um i'm i can only speculate at the, uh, this point in time but um by the way i don't want to roast anyone out there who is probably listening to that <laughs> From my consultancy <laughs> or anything, <laughs> who's studying that? But as far as I've heard, it's very easy—not uh, very easy. It's uh, well easier than other subjects, so you don't need to invest a lot of time learning, I suppose. Um, second of all, many people are doing it um, because it's probably so easy. So it's. Um, yeah, very, very common, maybe a bit frowned upon because of that. Yeah. Also, like in um, consulting or if you just are studying that, then you will not be taken in the like big consultancies. 
because it's just boring and everyone's doing it and it brings nothing new or special to the table. Um, then I suppose um, many people with the rich daddies are studying that as well. And obviously, yeah, <laughs> those people sure. tend to be weird. So, yeah, yeah. It's... I guess those are those might be the reasons. Um, sure. Personally, I don't have a problem with anyone who's studying that. Um, it fully depends on how you are as a person, I suppose. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's like a universal thing that like economic students generally are very, very frowned upon, even on like social media and stuff. On Instagram, you see it all the yeah, time, like memes and all that, like uh, comparing mm. mint students to like, or STEM students to, to yeah. economic students. And, you know, while STEM students are studying like 12 hours a day and have incredibly hard exams, they're like joking about only 12 hours. <laughs> <laughs> they're like joking, man. joking that, you know, econ students basically Ling Ling like 40 hours, hour. man. Yeah, exactly. Practicing 40 <laughs> hours per day. A day. <laughs> <laughs> While writing a book and helping starving children in Africa. Describes my life, man. Describes my yeah, life. I'm sure it does. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's see. Yeah, the other reason maybe why then why they're not that much liked. Um I mean it's an economic topic and it indirectly suggests that you care about money and Yeah. Okay. Maybe you care about money too much, I don't know. Sure. <laughs> I mean who who doesn't? Because ultimately I, I'm sure Bill Gates Very. doesn't care about money, man. <laughs> mm, I don't know. At least in the sense of not acquiring more of it. Well, not at this <laughs> point, because he's one of the richest people on earth. But I'm sure 20 yep. years ago, that was sure. probably all he cared about. Or at least, you know, influence yeah, but, and all but, that. Yeah, but would you like a person like that, who is like going to his job or her job, just... For the money <laughs> to sure. become rich, of course, not just for it's, the money. I don't I know. Think... It's not that deep of a <laughs> of a of a life goal. <laughs> no, that's for sure. I mean, not as a life goal, but I think ultimately everyone is more or less after the money because I guess probably yeah, sure. If sure. we had the possibility to just make money without having to go to school and study and go to university, inflation. And have good <laughs> <laughs> and have good grades and all that and probably nobody nobody would do it they would all be like mm. yeah i mean i like uh, physics or i like math or whatever but if i can make money just like that who cares i'm not gonna study it why why would i study it yeah it goes a bit into the like communist direction like who needs money man <laughs> sure <laughs> why not live together as a community <laughs> well well yeah yeah i'm sure I, I get what you mean i get what you mean okay Let's move on, I suppose. Right. One from my side again. Um, neat little not-to-do list. <laughs> a a not-to-do list, okay. Exactly. Nice. What? And I see that I failed at the first th third task already, I think. Like, okay, the first two are about phone usage. Like, don't use your phone the first hour in the morning. And don't use your phone... In the evening. <laughs> right. And you... No, I suppose very basic. And have you managed? No, man. I, I wrote you messages earlier. Yeah, okay, sure. But <laughs> but no, man. I, I, I mean, That's actually something I really failed. I need to replace my phone with a good book again. Because I let that fall a bit during this semester. Like the reading yeah. habit again, man. Feel so bad. Feel so bad. Yeah. What what I wanted wanted to uh, to express with that one is like, okay, you don't want to get up um, looking at your Instagram account, um, shortening your attention span and stuff. You you want to get up, uh, maybe have a good shower if you're the morning showering person, and have a good breakfast and get into work concentrated and refreshed and not uh, with the attention span of uh, I don't know. Those, those a turtle on cocaine. <laughs> what <laughs> the attention span what? the attention span of a turtle on cocaine uh, on to go cocaine yeah, yeah. 
Man, I turtle is thinking slower <laughs> and oh. are, pro are they processing stuff slower? I have no idea. Then use your people. I have. Anatomy of Absolutely. turtles. Do you really know it? <laughs> are you sure? We do know. <laughs> We do know. Well, um, yeah. Okay, a not to do list. What else yeah. is on there? What else? Yeah. Um, third on it. Going, not uh, like not going to bed later than um, 11 p.m. and not. Um, focusing specifically on the regular sleeping cycle aspect of it like okay. having a fixed time to go to bed and get up again yeah very important i messed that one up yesterday <laughs> <laughs> right but i mean usually do you manage it or is yeah it like a uh, i suppose struggle? it has been getting later and later like more of a student life thing getting up at nine and going yeah. to bed at one or something and um today i i think it i the this uh, the short um cycling trip it made me appreciate getting up early again and i think i want to change it again so that i get up at six or seven or so in the morning mm -hmm. where everything's still quiet i can concentrate everything's nice and i'm productive because if i get, go to bed late um then the past uh, the last like four Three to four hours of my day, they are usually wasted because I think to myself, man, it's already that late. I can't work now yeah. <laughs> or I should not work now. Like chill out a bit and go to bed. Better for your health. Um, and then I spend like two hours or so on the phone or on my laptop. And right. if I like manage to shift it into the earlier morning hours, like my work and stuff. And if I go to bed before 11 p.m., um, then I can't do that because it's still, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Um, how's it called sun is still up outside yeah <laughs> yeah sure interesting yeah actually actually let, let me write that down because it's really nice regular sleeping cycles are yeah. are important and we also discussed that don't get up early for the sake of getting up early yeah for sure i mean it makes you maybe feel cool but you're might also mess up your productivity by that Yeah, and also that, but <laughs> I like I hate it so much when I see like YouTube videos and Instagram posts and all that kind of advertising this waking up at 4 a.m. schedule. Yeah, of, that's yeah. the only way you can be successful and all that bullshit. I mean, <laughs> come on, yeah. man. I mean, Why if you're an, go ahead. Yeah, um, if you if you're a night person, a night owl or a night hawk, you know the painting. Yeah. <laughs> night owl. Yeah. Um, if if you're like not like me and really enjoy working in the evening, um, go ahead, man, go ahead, do it. Work work at I don't know 2 p.m. No, a.m. 2 a.m. in the morning, and if it works out for you, man. I had I had like a teacher in high school. Um, he would like go to bed at. 10 p.m. or so or 9 9 9 p.m. and sleep for three or four hours and then get up again and work <laughs> until i don't know 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. in the morning and then sleep again <laughs> oh my god uh, for for another few hours that's you know what's <sighs> that's interesting <laughs> it seems messed up to you yeah I mean, just no. Actually, the funny thing is, in the 18th century, people had sleeping cycles like that. Usually, people would get up in the middle of the night to do something again and then go back to bed. That's like you had like uh, two split uh, sleeping sessions, man. Sure, but I mean that cannot possibly be healthy long term. Like you, your body. I think. I think um, as long as you keep everything regular. Your body should be able to adapt to that. I mean, sure, but are you actually going to be able to get like into REM sleep and all that? If you only like... Yeah, I mean, you have to complete like uh, all your... You know, you have um, different sleeping psych like um, phases. Yeah. And as long as you go through all of them, REM sleep is also in there. I think, how long does a sleeping cycle take? 90 minutes, was it? Or Yeah. Yeah, 90 minutes. Something like that. As, lo as long as that's in there, uh, your sleep is still like uh, recovering your brain and stuff. I I'm going to research that. That, we'd need that to, seems yeah, really we'd need to. Yeah, we'd need to contact like a, I don't know, medical student. Yeah. Medicine student. Yeah. Sounds interesting. Nice one. 
All right. Okay, then 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 fourth point on the list, multitasking. Oh yes. Multitasking is okay like if you're cleaning your your flat and listening to a podcast while doing it or cooking and listening to a podcast. But when it comes to sure. effective and productive work you want to do then focus, put your phone away and have that deep work sessions you you talked about last last podcast. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's actually a myth that multitasking exists. And like there's always these jokes from girls who say, yeah, guys are just bad at multitasking. They can't do that. Hmm. Um, yeah, not really true. Maybe women's brains are just fast at switching between tasks, but that's yeah. all there is. It's just switching. It's not multitasking. That's not possible. And... Hmm. As you said, when it comes to like no, actually, cleaning your apartment and listening to music or, you know, doing this kind of um, repetitive work. yeah, repetitive <laughs> stuff or stuff that just doesn't take Monotonous. much of your mental energy, then sure, go ahead. But I mean, when it comes to like productive work, when it comes to studying and all that, and you have Instagram open and you also try to uh, speak with your grandma on the phone and you're also trying to study at the same time, it's not possible, man, forget it. Yep. Yep. I mean, if it's possible for you, then, wow, your brain must be messed up. <laughs> Being able to switch between <laughs> everything, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All right. That's that's everything on my short list that's for now. Your not to do list. That's a nice idea. I'm going to. It's not to do that. list. Yeah. All right. Um, I have another one, which is, I think, pretty self-explanatory. It says, knowledge is not power. Applied knowledge is where true power is found. I read that somewhere. Sorry, sorry, again, again. Okay. So, knowledge is not power. Applied knowledge is where true power is found. Yeah. So, that's... All right, yeah. I, I read that somewhere in an article and I just wrote it down because I found it epic. <laughs> but it's really true. Like, I feel like uh we oftentimes value the people who seem to have much knowledge on their fingertips and they can just tell you random facts and stories and all that man i can tell you so many fa uh, random facts <laughs> <laughs> and you know people that just yeah they have a lot of knowledge they know a lot of things and all that and that's great but usually what interests me more is okay but what have you actually done with all the things you know have you actually implemented them in some way that's also maybe beneficial to others or that creates something that hasn't been done before or are you just no man i'm a waste man <laughs> <laughs> no or are you just kind of regurgitating stuff that other people have said and that's all mm. there is to it you know and i, I sometimes also find my true man again track. again be the be the processor and not the hard drive man right <laughs> <laughs> you love that saying you, you should like, yeah yeah it's nice it. it's it applies to so many yeah I, it's not by me actually i don't know where i got it from though okay <laughs> well yeah but that's it's my point common. so knowledge is great if you know a lot of stuff that's awesome cool uh you read a lot of books that's also great but if you haven't like actually implemented the stuff you've learned and the stuff you know you know then especially when it comes to productivity yeah, for sure. And also, you know, th so. those people, again, I don't want to diss them and all that. I mean, I find it incredible that they are able to do that. But, you know, those people who read like 100 books per year. And mm. it's like... <laughs> Ali Abdal. For example. <laughs> it's like, yeah, man, that's great. That's amazing. That's cool. But have you like actually implemented the stuff you've learned or have you just read it for the sake of reading it and then being able to say oh i've read 100 books per year i mean cool but i, yeah, I care more about what I, you I, do with that information i i partially agree um there might also be a third reason that you are neglecting right now you might also read books um or or consume a lot of um, media out there um to get different inputs different uh, aspects from life all around uh, the globe and stuff which in turn kind of sparks this uh, inner creativity in you because we are all stealing like an artist 
Sure. We're taking random ideas from somewhere and putting them together to come up with um, our own stuff. And for that sake, it might make sense to read 100 books um, a year. And you can pull together a lot of ideas from all over them that you can transform into a new one. But just for the sake of reading 100 books, I agree. It's, yeah, as you said, not as desirable as it probably seems to be. Yeah. Well, yeah, that that's what I was referring to. Kind of this aspect of, yeah, I've read 100 books, but I didn't actually steal like an artist and I didn't actually try to come mm. up with new ideas from that. And I didn't actually try to like stimulate my creativity and look, I've read On, those yes. 10 books <laughs> and they led to me uh, beginning that project or whatever, you know, it's just, yeah, I read a hundred books and I read them once and forgot about them and barely remember what they, what they're even about. And now I feel cool because I can post it on social media, you know, that's kind of my issue. Yeah. With that. Typical poser, man. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right. But again, not to these people. I find it incredible how they how they can do that and have the discipline to read so many books. But still. with our sponsor Blinkist, Blinkist allows yeah, you sure, to. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> we wish, we wish one day yes. maybe. All right. Mm. Okay. One. Want me do to you have another one? Want me to um, pull up another one? Sure. Yes. Um, it's about the two workstation approach. Two workstation. Like having a digital workstation and having an analog workstation. Oh, is that from okay. from Steel Like an Artist? It's yes. It's from Steel Like an Artist. Nice. If we are already talking about it. Yeah. And yeah, apparently that's quite good for your creativity if you're not only working on your on your pc but have actually something in your hands that, um can work on it analogly if that's the adjective man <laughs> <laughs> I think um so. and yeah how, how is he how is he called again the author of it uh austin cleon yeah Clement. okay um and he he also very successfully employed that strategy apparently um like where he had two dedicated desks I think. Um, and for me, I, I kind of transformed it a bit. Um, like my desk where I'm sitting here right now, I, I want this to be like my digital uh, workstation. And um, with window markers and sticky notes and stuff, uh, I want to have like uh, right next to me here on my window, and on the big one, <laughs> I want to um, yeah have, have more of an analog approach. Yeah. Which also looks cool for flexing to the people on the street down there. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's productive. Random equations and stuff, no? Yeah. Nice. This guy's a weirdo. <laughs> Very cool, yeah. Yeah, I've read that and I was actually thinking about how I could actually implement it in my life. Uh, currently, well, to be honest, currently my <laughs> my kind of approach is that I also have my desk, which is like my digital working station, all that, where a vast majority of my work gets done. But like, for example, my piano or going to the gym, I kind of consider my analog working stations. I try to usually keep my phone away as far as possible. Even when I'm listening to music, like at the gym, I don't have any, um, I don't have like, how's it called? Uh, data Headphones. turned on. Oh. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm not able to be reached basically for that right. hour or whatever. And that's mm -hmm. that's a, a pretty nice feeling to just be disconnected for a while or to just focus on the sheet music and play random songs from uh from a sonata you've played ten years ago or whatever. Ah, you know. Nice one. Nice that's one. That, that's that's always pretty cool and pretty relaxing. But Man, yeah, yeah, once I study I, I want to find a way similar to you to kind of separate that more and to figure out a way how probably also like with post-its and uh, kind of yes. putting things on the wall. <laughs> My like whole wall is filled with formula sheets. <laughs> yes, the whiteboard would be really cool, like writing with chalk on it, man. Yeah. Especially uh, for a physicist. No, that's that's something stylish too. <laughs> <laughs> for the home lectures. No, yeah. um Yeah, um So I think it's yeah, it's uh, uh, oh man. 
Sorry, <laughs> I'm still a waste man <laughs> from yesterday. But yeah, I think it's important to have like a really a dedicated working place. You don't need to separate it uh, if that doesn't work for you. you. It's just very important to have one fixed dedicated working spot because whenever you enter that working zone, um, you enter work mode automatically and it's so much easier to get yeah, stuff done. For sure. And uh, make it a um, tech-free zone like specifically your phone or your uh, any other messages that can reach you directly in that zone yeah for sure it's all about install a frequency blocker <laughs> to also annoy the other people in the apartment building <laughs> right <laughs> right yeah yeah for sure i think in atomic habits james clear talks about this about kind of designing your environment the way you then actually want to be yes if you want yes. to be you know more focused when you when you're studying then remove all distractions remove your phone remove the random sheets of paper from your desk and clean everything up so that you only have like your laptop <laughs> and your <Oops>. school notes <laughs> definitely doing that here definitely doing yeah, that I'm here sure, i'm sure <laughs> but yeah kind of designing oh, your environment man. or if you want to go to the gym you know the typical example then prepare all your gym clothes the night before and kind of mm. um once you wake up you only have to like slip on your gym shoes and you can basically go um kind of reducing the friction between you wanting to go to the gym and you actually going to the gym and all that the typical stuff if you want to record a podcast then set a fixed date with a friend of yours as an accountability partner <laughs> that's what we do and it has worked yeah. out pretty i think we haven't missed one single week have we not no, one single week never actually no and, and actually, if we did then it's just a mess up from i don't know the platform you're using <laughs> yeah probably or for, uh, from us because we dated it wrongly but yeah yeah it's it's an it's become a habit for me yeah it and became actually, a habit for me actually the last like two weeks we have done two episodes per week yeah so yeah I, i'm pretty would also get actually. used to that yeah i'm pretty proud of mm. of our discipline and consistency here yeah a bit of um self self-honoring here <laughs> yeah <laughs> necessary oh, from time to time all right um let's see you know that like kind of getting a dedicated working place or something that kind of reminded me of bill gates again who okay. like once a year for a week goes into a cabin in the woods yes. to oh, think man. about his life and that's so great I want to do that one That's, day. Yes, I want to be yes. able to do that. Man, but it's crazy. Like, how do you come up with a whole week? <laughs> yeah. Or like, how does he come up with a whole week? That's like, that's like 2% of his year. Like that is, he's, he's investing in there. And that's, that's sick. You really, yeah. I think you really need to do that, man. Yeah. Just overthink everything. Great. I think he calls, wow. calls it his think week. Where he just goes into a random cabin of his and, and just spends time reading and thinking and writing and all that. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. Definitely mm. want to do that one day. Um, all right. What else do we have here? Let's see. Um, Your turn. <laughs> hmm, 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 hmm. Okay, that's actually a pretty... A weird one because it doesn't actually have any context to our life i think but i've watched an uh, a series on netflix which was amazing it's called house of cards which is basically about american politics and all that and about all the intrigues and all the false plays and you know mm. all, all that stuff it's, um, it's it's basically a documentary of american politics that's the way i saw it you know and there was one quote that really stuck with me, which was, people confuse proximity to power as having power. And for some reason, I was mm -hmm. like, yeah, if you think about it, there are very few people in this world who actually have power. But there's so many people close to them who work directly with them or indirectly with them, who are in the parliaments and all that who feel like they are the people in power, but actually they just feel that way because <laughs> they're, they're in close proximity to the real powerful mm -hmm. people, you know? 
again yes. doesn't have really any context or isn't related to productivity or anything but it's just man, really stuck with like, me <laughs> like man i i know the chancellor of germany she's my friend we go drinking every second weekend <laughs> And everything, everybody thinks like, man, you must be an important person. Right. <laughs> Even though you're just a drinking buddy or anything. <laughs> <laughs> right. I saw that, that I found pretty, pretty interesting. But let's pick another one that's actually more discussable. Um, yes. I, I, um, I don't know whether that's an actual thing out there or how you called it out there. I called it the life value dilemma. Oh, okay. Realization of one thing makes you question what it would have been with the, uh, by, by choosing the opposite. Like what your life would have been like. For example, a life for work versus a life for uh, family. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's always... Or multitasking, both of them, whatever. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> it's always this what if you know people are asking yes. themselves whatever decision we make usually at some point we're asking ourselves what if i chose differently would i have at one advanced faster would i be a more mm. fulfilled person or maybe was the decision i've taken the best decision i could possibly take in that moment who knows mm. we're never gonna know unless we uh, we're going to be able to travel back in time, which is very unlikely, but, <laughs> you know. Yeah, by the way, I have a very nice mathematical thing to know for you all out of there, which kind of goes into that direction. Um, I, I, I will try to explain it with an example. Okay. okay. Suppose you are reviewing applicants yeah. uh, for a job, basically or having job interviews with them. There are 100 applicants that are coming to you, but you're very much under time pressure and um, you need to decide right on the spot whether you want to hire a person or not. And you only want to have the best person from those 100 applicants. And you can't get back to someone who you already have been with. <laughs> yeah. um, basically, what, what you do um, mathematically, it turns out, okay, just um, have an interview with the first... 37 people and don't hire any one of them and then take the one uh one of take the next best um applicant that's who's equally or uh, better than the others okay from from the other applicants right. and then you will mathematically have the highest chance of uh, getting a, a good good employee <laughs> <laughs> so basically remember like whenever you have or, or for girlfriends, I don't know, man. <laughs> you can apply that for you can you can apply that principle like to your lifetime, okay? Um, let's say uh, you are girlfriend material until until you're forty, um, and you started out dating at I don't know fifteen. That's that's twenty five years, right? Um, Wait, what's a third of 25 uh, that's that's like eight let's say nine years or so okay then um statistically speaking you should probably stick with your partner that you have at the age of 24 or 25 <laughs> right <laughs> because that might be obvious obviously it's just a mathematical <laughs> example and people have different Sorry. life situations but i i thought it's an interesting yeah yeah interesting thought yeah it is mm. interesting or line up 37 possible candidates for girlfriends and then choose <laughs> <laughs> just the 38 one or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the next best one, yeah. <laughs> sure. Oh, man. That's, nice one. That, do you know these? Yeah, these... look, that's why you should study maths, people. That's how you get girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, man. Whenever I think of math students, I think of real players, <laughs> of real rom oh, yeah. romantics. <laughs> well card playing yeah statistics yeah <laughs> do you know these yeah. strange like youtube um videos where they line up um a ton of girls for one guy and he has to kind of do yeah. tinder in real life and swipe left or right and then uh have like a chat with them and then in the end choose who he would date oh, and all that that's <laughs> that's basically yeah i think so <laughs> yeah yeah basically that's what they should do <laughs> Oh, if man. they knew about maps <laughs> <laughs> right man that reminds me of something else that 
well, I don't know how appropriate it is to say in the podcast, but <laughs> while you said like you're lining up girls, I thought about a very specific Guinness World Record, like um, the most one-handedly open bras in a, uh, a minute. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's great. Man, but it's, yeah. a, it's a real pressure to get them off. Like... Okay, no. <laughs> that sounds weird. <laughs> no, wait. <laughs> to that get sounds... them off? What do you mean? That sounds weird. The bras. Yeah, they, sometimes they have such weird mechanisms and you're not exactly sure how to get them off. Why am I talking about this? Let's just... <laughs> let's yeah, just man. Keep... But they it's, have weird it's, mechanisms. It's difficult. But once you, once you master <laughs> the one-handed skill um, <laughs> with like your uh, thumb, index finger and middle finger, then... Yeah, it makes your life very much easier. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you, you, you should learn that if you don't know it. <laughs> also, all the other guys out there. Sure, <laughs> makes it less weird and bad. <laughs> okay, now now we have um, that. Th those are like the personal development things everyone should learn on our podcast, right? Yeah, how to open bras <laughs> fast and more more productively. <laughs> yes, that should be the title of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> how to open brass productively oh god yeah <laughs> okay it sounds a bit wrong i mean we're not that kind of podcast right man i really <laughs> not yet not yet not yet <laughs> well the more people we get on here the better it gets <laughs> yeah for sure okay <sighs> okay let's see what else do we let's have. get serious again man let's get back to real productivity here I have actually picked one, which is interesting. By the way, by yeah. the way, have you seen Ali Abdal's video, How to Sleep Productively? Yeah, I, I mean, I haven't watched the whole thing. <laughs> it reminded me of our episode titles. Yeah, it's, yeah, a little bit, little bit of clickbait. Like which one was it? But yeah, sure. As How long as you offer value, man. it's okay. Yeah. Oh, do you remember the time where he put like this, um, how's it called, duct tape over his mouth? To right. sleep better at night. Right. Oh. Right. Well, apparently there Thank are actual you, actual health benefits to it. So m maybe I'm gonna try that too in university. Okay. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no. But it reminded me of like um, our episode: how to free time productively. Yeah. Check it out, man. How Check to it open out, people. Bras productively. Whatever. Okay. Let's. How to uh, how to make podcasts productively. Yeah. Let's let's go ahead. So uh, to shower productively, <laughs> I've actually get yourself some air, uh, some watertight headphones. Listen to the newest philosophy podcast episode. <laughs> yeah, enjoy the warm water. <laughs> right. No, the cold water. It needs to be cold because yes. that has obviously Only. more health benefits. Yeah. Only then it's ah. productive. Okay. How to shower productively? <laughs> That's the episode title. Then now. <laughs> dude can, could we please just get along um okay so another idea uh, yeah go uh, ahead i've kind of come across is whenever it comes to like finishing or studying tasks um many of us perfectionists are kind of struggling with that a lot because we always feel like we have to do it perfect from the beginning you know yes and what i've kind of just like our podcast Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what I've kind of implemented in my thought patterns is that first focus on getting the thing done. So basically, what's the minimum amount of things I have to do to consider it done, you know? And then, mm -hmm. however bad it is, doesn't doesn't matter. After that, you can always improve it. You can always make it better. And, you know, you can always <laughs> like, add yeah. things. The typical exam motto at Turm, um, it's in German, vier gewinnt. <laughs> right. It's like, um, yeah, kind of a wordplay, like a 4.0 is the minimum re grade required to pass. And there's also that kind of game, um, I don't know how it's called in English. Um, wait, let me look that up. Uh, four wins, apparently, or something. Um, okay, so it's the well. same. Yeah. Connect four, connect four. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just a funny saying. And yeah. yeah. But that's basically... <laughs> you will get used to it, to all the excellence at home. 
<laughs> but that's basically the way I approach things, or most things now. Even with like the motivation mm. letter for for Tom, it was like, okay, what's the mi minimum amount of stuff I have to like say and talk about and do and write and all that and just write kind of my first ideas. And then after that, I can... And then you sent it to me to, and so I could figure out the uh, other 70% <laughs> that we're missing. Yeah, yeah <laughs> for sure, man. 70%. No, but it was... Yeah, it was kind of the first draft, just basically brainstorming some some ideas I want to talk about. And then after that, I could go back and restructure it, improve it, maybe delete some things, maybe add some things and all that, but not focus so much on getting it perfect mm. from the beginning because that's most likely yes. just not possible and just a waste of time. Because then you're getting paralyzed by your know, perfectionism and you want to do things right Details, and then yes. you end up just wasting procrastinating it altogether yeah. because it's too overwhelming for you exactly so just start it's basically how to handle a thesis effectively yeah <laughs> productively Productive. <laughs> <laughs> right nice okay what do you think do we want to pull a question now uh how far are we into the episode oh, we okay. are already almost an hour in so surely i then, suppose uh, let's yeah let's pick a question i hope it's an interesting one um yeah, as always yes definitely <laughs> okay wait where are my questions oh right. that's kind of sci-fi stuff let's let's take that okay so okay if there were a way to download all of your memories into a searchable spreadsheet Ooh. would you do what? it <laughs> why a spreadsheet man i don't know it's just i mean the world is running on spreadsheets but what the fuck i don't know if i had the option all my memories all your memories into a searchable spreadsheet would you do it man okay what first of all what what is the advantage of doing that actually well like I don't know. Can you upload them back to your brain whenever you want to re-experience them? No, I think the or the idea is that you could just download save your, all memories. your memories and then you can just search through them and kind of remember memories that you think you have forgotten but are still actually there. You know, <coughs> <laughs> that's kind of the way they're I, still actually there. Yeah, I interpret it. I don't know, man. If I forget them, then they must probably weren't important or i got alzheimer's and then it doesn't <laughs> matter to me to <laughs> see my uh, memories again okay well, um i i don't see an advantage to, to be honest no man i i would in, a, in a spreadsheet man you have numbers and written text i don't want to read a fan fiction of my life man <laughs> well maybe are there aren't there like media spreadsheets i think there are more I think there are more disadvantages to it because I don't know some weird hacker getting access to your spreadsheet, figuring out the passwords to all of your accounts, or getting memories that he can bribe you with <laughs> if you've been right. a naughty, yeah. a naughty, a saucy boy. <laughs> I mean, sure, but I think it would be really interesting. I would, I think, I would try it. I would try yeah, it, it would be interesting to see it but it I, it wouldn't have any use for me to be honest i would it would be interesting to download it to kind of glance through it and see the things that i think i've forgotten and then just upload it back to my brain delete the spreadsheet and mm -hmm. get on with my life but it i would think the spreadsheet will will be longer than you think <laughs> yeah yeah i know but kind of I mean it especially hmm. when it comes to like the ages between zero and zero to like let's say eight where i barely remember anything and then from mm -hmm. again from like 12 to 14 15 where again it's just yeah but that blank. isn't anymore in your memories i suppose i think you it is download that i mean the way i choose to interpret this question is that question. even uh, even the memories that i have forgotten would be still would still be there, you know, would still be searchable. 
I could nice. reread them or you know. Actually, I, I see an advantage. I, I see an advantage now to all of this. You can. You you don't need your second brain anymore in that sense. If you can just download your awesome ideas automatically to a cloud folder, <laughs> mm. organized in a nice spreadsheet. Well, but you don't need Google yeah, Keep anymore. It, we don't need this that, episode in this way. Would it be that organized though? All of your thoughts. I mean, all of your ideas. No, not all of my thoughts, just the awesome ones, you know. Well, I don't know, how, there must be a filter, you know. <laughs> there must be a, an AI out there who, which knows what I like and what I dislike, right. which actually is the case uh, with all the all algorithms out there. But yeah, <laughs> seems like a yeah, very to, safe to, to come to a conclusion approach. right now, I'd say no, I, I wouldn't do it. Or maybe I just do it to see how cool it is. Like, I don't know, driving a Tesla and i don't really need it at this point in time i suppose yeah okay <laughs> fair enough okay nice. uh do you want to draw a question or shall i draw another one yes i i, I will draw a useless question now all right and then we can end <laughs> this this <laughs> right hell right here okay Ooh, that goes in hand with our last was it no not last episode like a few episodes ago aliens goats and lizard people and stuff if you could know everything the u.s government knows about alien life forms and their access to our planet would you want to know it or would you rather live in ignorance <laughs> um well first of all it's highly unrealistic that we've actually been visited by aliens that's just for you know just to clarify that is stuff. not what the question is for. i know but it's just highly <laughs> unlikely and therefore highly unlikely that the us actually has any information but if they so were to have this information yeah. then sure i would like to know it no i mean who who would actively choose to live in ignorance when they have the possibility not yeah, to and do it's so often easier i mean sure it's easier but it's it makes your life easier very much like that—that that is our coping mechanism with most of traumatizing stuff out there. I'm sure Hannah could tell us a lot about that now, but um, yeah, that's that's what kind of PTSD and all that stuff is about, I suppose. Ignore sure. your sure, past sure, and but just try to close it away in a box that never should get open again. Sure, but still, I mean, I I would still want to know it, you know. Yeah, sure. I would also want to know it. <laughs> And my, no, no, no doubt. Knowledge is power if it's applied in I the mean, right way. I mean, what's the worst thing that they could have discovered? Probably that they may be living amongst us and they plan to uh, yeah, kill us to all in kill us 20 in, years. In and the next 10 seconds. And that Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> actually is the leader of the aliens or whatever. I mean, sure, it's all stuff yep. we've heard and we've With known. A little lizard tail <laughs> and a little lizard tongue and he needs to get into the sun every two hours otherwise he gets cold yeah so <laughs> he, he, he needs his daily dose of flies <laughs> sure. and mosquitoes <laughs> sure i mean what could be so shocking that i wouldn't want to know about it about aliens you know We've been visited. Mm. Maybe they've killed some people. Maybe they're living among us. I don't know. Us. Maybe. Maybe they're controlling us. Whatever. Sure. Okay. Cool. If they find out that you you know about them, they want to. I don't know. Torture you for it. You you be you become disposable in their little experiment. Yeah. Okay. Oh oh no! Our world is just a simulation by aliens. That would also fuck with a lot of people i suppose i mean that would be y yes it would it would be quite mind-blowing but at the same time you know i still have to take my exam <laughs> it would be like mm. yeah it's it's crazy man we're living in a simulation but so what like what are you no it do would like it? it would like make the foundation like it would finally give a lot of people a sense in life in that that regard because we finally know why we are here but it also yeah. is kind of a bummer to know that you're just a simulation maybe under a, <laughs> a few million of simulations to figure out how civilizations develop and destroy themselves yeah sure <laughs> like you were created to destroy or something i don't know i'm actually trying that, to that figure out be... whether or not i would be that affected by discovering that we're living in a simulation 
or, or what would change about the way I live my life because honestly it would be like okay wow that's that's crazy man <laughs> but other than that I still yeah but to... man nothing nothing matters anymore you're just a simulation there is no higher goal you can die or you can go on living you can lie in bed yeah sure but i think i just don't it's kind of this nihilistic thing stuff that pops up then. i mean sure you can yeah you can choose to listen to that but i i would just <laughs> continue to live my life the way i do now and still strive to do great things and to try stuff and to visit places and whatnot and then the only difference would be that i know okay when i die probably i'm just waking up from the simulation and can go on to live oh no 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 you're you're not you're not waking up in a simulation you're just a few bits and bytes on some computer that can be deleted or anything <laughs> or like that and i'm just it's, a few bits and bytes and I, I i don't know honestly it wouldn't affect me all that much to be <laughs> to be quite frank i don't know i think chaos would uh, erupt and um People wouldn't care about anything anymore. Um, maybe with suicide. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dark thoughts. But yeah. Not All a, right. Not a nice way to end an episode. Let's let's get yes. some motivating stuff out there, Elias. It's your yes. Turn. It's my. It's is it my section again? This is, yeah. This is your moment. Welcome back to training with the. Uh, productivity nerds how to train productively and how to clean productively okay dude you who are doing the push-ups and you who are doing the pull-ups come on two more three more you can do it <laughs> and the typical window swiping person or floor mobbing uh i don't know student out there who's currently cooking pasta don't forget to to turn down the heat and secondly Go over that spot on the ground in the left corner again. It's not tidy yet. Yeah. <laughs> Motivation. Man. Motivation. All right. Right. Thanks, man, for that. <laughs> so much random gibberish. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, guys, to the listeners out there, thank you for listening to this episode, to this um, yes. discussing of random thoughts that pop into our head over weeks and weeks of deep thinking well not actually uh, obviously yeah <laughs> <laughs> and we are philosophers dude we are philosophers yeah, so much yeah, yeah for sure <laughs> socrates would be would be proud, proud. for sure <laughs> definitely yeah <laughs> <laughs> anyways guys thank you for listening i hope you enjoyed the episode just as much as we did recording it and if you did you know leave a like subscribe all that uh pseudo influencer stuff you say at the end of episodes yeah and recommend it to your check out blinkers our sponsor <laughs> of <laughs> this <laughs> episode <laughs> one day they are not but our sponsor yeah recommend yeah. it to your friends family dogs cats and all that and hopefully see you next week bye bye